Hello and welcome to Straight Dude Date Night, a show where two straight dudes go on a date and they talk about it. My name is David Stallings and I'm one of the straight dudes. I'm Ricky Rivera, the other straight dude. Today, or I guess yesterday, for this episode, we're discussing the new installment in the Marvel Universe. Woo! Uh, woo! Big, big one if you care about superheroes. Uh, Black Panther... Wakanda Forever, the sequel to the first one and the sequel to mm-hmm. everything. It's very relevant in the universe. Um, I'm going to try to summarize this a bit, especially if you're not a superhero person and you're listening. God bless you. God bless you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah for like, real. I'm going to do my best, but there's some things I'm just not going to be able to explain. Also, yeah, uh, this isn't the place to start. Yeah. Also, <laughs> very relevant. We're going to spoil everything in this movie. All you need to know, though, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. Real good. Real good. Uh, If you don't want spoilers, that's our review. Uh, If you do, here's a summary of it. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Actually, okay, so this is pretty big in in real life because some people might not know. um, But so the original Black Panther, who was played by Chadwick Boseman in real life, he unfortunately uh, passed away. Uh, in 2020 uh, due to, I believe it was some type of cancer that he had and kept to himself. The secret, yeah. It was yeah. Crazy. Which, like, he was not uh, a small character in the universe, uh, and he was not only in his own Black Panther movie, but was in uh, Civil War, Infinity War, Endgame, and he was a big character in them. Uh, he was trending to be probably the next big character, like yeah. Elite. Uh, next to like Spider-Man level, like even more so, I think oh, yeah. he was going to become equivalent to like Captain America. Yes. like he would take over that in but the on next, a global yeah. scale in the next phase, mm-hmm. like the upcoming phases. We're supposed to be Black Panthers yeah. running everything. I say all this to start because that is a very heavy tone in the movie, uh, because a real life death happened, which drastically uh, affected what do they do for this movie. Um, so they. This movie basically starts with an a nondescript uh, ailment has found the Black Panther uh, off screen. He dies as his sister, who is a genius, similar to like Tony Stark levels, if you've seen Iron Man. Um, she tries to save him, but is unsuccessful. Um, so this movie starts on a pretty uh, sad, somber tone. Uh, as the Black Panther uh, is no more and there is no follow-up of the Black Panther. Um, Through this, there is also a global issue going on of potential weapons of mass destruction or just the threat of it uh, through the use of vibranium, which is the material only known to Wakanda. And obviously the rest of the world wants that and they're starting to find that in the ocean which then makes these this ocean country, which is basically like Atlantis, but not, uh, they get upset because they don't want humans uh, looking through the ocean. So every time we do a superhero movie, mm-hmm. it sounds so bizarre, yep, bro. Yep. You, just um, gotta, you just gotta ride with it. You just gotta ride with it. You just gotta ride with it. This movie is really cool. Uh, <laughs> the, the guy who leads them, uh, the, the ocean people, is named Namora. Uh, and he, for the first time, exposes himself by speaking to the leadership in Wakanda, threatening that you either should ally with us in order to continue protecting Vibranium or uh, risk a war with us uh, who are actually way more advanced than any nation on Earth and no one knew about them, which is a huge threat. Uh, throughout this movie... Uh, They have, oh gosh, the first issue that came up was there was a scientist that helped with finding the vibranium. Um, It's supposed to be undetectable, and yet somehow the government's created a machine to detect vibranium. Yeah, so they tasked the Wakandans with finding this scientist to bring them to them. I don't know if I really need to go into that that much, but ultimately... uh, 
This is this one's a hard one to do, bro. It's a big movie. This is so it's three hours long, and every I feel like every minute minute of it was relevant. Yeah, <laughs> like, there's only like a couple minutes of jokes, but okay, okay. So it's <laughs> gonna be ten minutes of me just trying to get through. This. <laughs> um, That's why I've tried not to interrupt. I know. I appreciate that. Okay, okay. The water people don't want. Don't want people looking for vibranium. There's an American scientist who developed a device to find vibranium in the ocean. The water people don't want to be exposed to the real world, so they have the Wakandans go find the scientist. They find the scientist. Turns out she's a 19-year-old girl uh, studying at MIT, which I think does make sense in the world of Marvel because Tony Stark existed, and now that technology is kind of out there. So she's like a mega genius. Uh, built this device uh they end up the scientist and uh shuri which is uh the original black panther's sister the another genius uh they both get abducted by uh the water people uh shuri is then actually given a tour basically of this hidden nation and she learns all about their their life and how they came to be and everything, which was extremely interesting. Um, and a whole dilemma comes up of, no, I don't want you to kill the scientist, but also like, I get why you want to kill the scientist so that we can't, people can't continue trying to find vibranium. Well, cause they're, they're, they're thrown in their city is made solely out of vibranium. Yeah. In order to reproduce, to create their own type of sun. Yeah. In their aquatic city, which is, an amazing concept. It looks yeah. so cool. But that's why they're worried about the ocean because mm-hmm. people are searching for it. Yeah. Yeah. So eventually they will find this basically Atlantis. Um, during this, Shuri Shuri is making uh, actually making good ground with forming a relationship with Namora, um, but is uh, found and recaptured by uh, Wakandans. And so in taking her and the scientist away, War is basically declared between Wakanda and I'm just going to keep saying Atlantis because yeah. <laughs> um, I don't remember the name they said. I can't remember their tribe, but war breaks yeah. out. Everything, everything goes awry and they make a mess of, of Wakanda. It was an insane scene. Um, the queen uh, ends up getting killed by Namora uh, and the threat is still on the table of either ally with us and uh, vow to protect us or more death will come like this. It's a very brutal call to action. Um, And in a fit of despair, Shuri manages to recreate the herb to create the Black Panther. She then becomes the Black Panther, which is a big deal. Part of this movie was that no one knew who would actually be the Black Panther. Um, And then basically big fight with all the water people and black panther and co and black panther wins and doesn't kill namora and yeah amen amen there's a lot of small details we'll get into i mean it's but that's pretty much the story i feel like we've had complaints before of like of several movies they're like two hours and it's like this doesn't need to be two hours you're just throwing you're just adding stuff in for yeah. no reason. This is probably the first movie, probably other than Avatar that we saw, where like every minute felt extremely important to me. Yeah. <laughs> there was never a scene that was like, oh, this is this is bad. This is not this not relevant. Yeah. Even like the tribute scenes were like in the beginning, you start off with like the funeral of Black Panther. And honestly, I think I had told you this before when we found out that the runtime was like two hours and 40 something minutes. Mm-hmm. I think I told you before, I was like, either this movie is going to be really like time's going to be used really well, or they're going to just try to um, just pick apart the funeral and make it last forever. Yeah. But they really didn't. Honestly, it, it felt really, it was like a beautiful tribute at the end and it ended on a really beautiful note. Like yeah. I loved that for, like I was telling you earlier, like this is the best this is the best follow-up to a movie where an IRL like main character passes away, mm-hmm. you know? Because sometimes you just, if this is like a little, if this wasn't the MCU, they probably wouldn't even make a second without Chadwick Boseman. That's how important his role is. Yeah. But because, you know, the Marvel Universe is a living, breathing thing. and Yeah, it's, they can't just not can't acknowledge just write it, it out. Yeah. Yeah, you can't just write it out. If it was DC, 
they could have wrote this out. They're they like, oh, just, I guess this one's dead. Yeah, they would have just dead. they would have just redone the whole series. Yeah, but like with Marvel, they kind of they're obligated in a way to just keep going, and mm-hmm. people the people you know still want Black Panther. Um, I think it was very yeah. impressive how they ended up going about this. Yeah. too of like because when. When he died in 2020, I imagine writing was already happening for this movie, if not filming potentially already. Um, I know it was early on in COVID that he passed away, but um, at least writing was happening. Yeah. And what they ended up managing to create is actually a really good story. Um, Yeah. Because it became... I don't know of a second... Of a sequel to a movie that's a secondary like origin story. Yeah. In a way. And they did a really good job of tastefully like making the story it's about the fact that their leader died in the story and in real life, but that then propels Shuri to becoming the woman who would become Black Panther. Yeah. And she I, I like I really like her now. Oh, she, she was awesome. Her character I didn't really like care that much for her before. They didn't do much for us with her, but now I'm like, wow, you you turn this character into someone I really care about. And like, I mean, it probably was it, the very emotional scenes. You said it during during the film that like the moments when they were like crying felt extremely real because the person they're mourning did actually die. Yeah. Like, like yeah, you could feel the emotion behind mm-hmm. it. Like there like that had to like, I mean, I couldn't even imagine like how that filming went like yeah like you know what i mean like that that probably had to be probably one of the easiest and hardest scenes for them to film mm-hmm. like easy because they didn't have to fake any emotion yeah hard because it's real emotion yeah they're <laughs> literally know? they are grieving on the screen yeah like, literally grieving like i i wouldn't even be surprised if they had held off a group mourning and saving it for the film mm-hmm. like i legit would not have been surprised if we find out some fun fact of like Oh, the Black Panther team didn't actually get anybody together until this film. Yeah, until they started filming to mourn, mm-hmm. which would make sense to me because it really felt real. Like it just yeah. felt so real. Which I thought was cool that like one of the one of the themes of the movie was about grief too. Like yeah. that it constantly came up, and then it it never it never went away in the movie. There, there was the first scene of the movie is the funeral. Yeah, for Black Panther, but then throughout the whole thing, it's like. They constantly remind you that Shuri is grieving. She's refusing to grieve properly because it's too hard. Mm-hmm. And it's not until the end of the film when everything's said and done that she finally gets to truly grieve. And that's, I don't, I don't feel like I've seen that in a film recently. Like that's a, it's, that's a hard lesson. It's pretty good grief. She goes through all the stages. I mean, even, even down to, you know, like for people, you know, in real life where you grieve and you start to question like, your religious background of some sorts. Yep. Like she's doing that in the movie too, where she's just like, no, nah, like the traditions we have are stupid. Like I like what, what is me? Med-? Like, you know, there's a scene where she's at the lake. She's like, what is me meditating? She's What's like, you know, do he, for yeah, me? he's not going to just touch my, like you may feel him touch your shoulder, but that's not real. He's yeah. not there. That does nothing for me. Yeah. And so that was cool for her to express those kind of emotions and see that her overcome that. Yeah. And then eventually be proven wrong on on some of those ideas too, yeah. oh, when she's becoming the Black Panther and realizing that uh, oh this stuff is real and does matter. You know what? And and here's the thing too, man. Like, it's almost it sounds weird, but it's almost like the first movie tossed up. Like I I haven't seen the first movie, but from what I do know of the first movie, it, it feels like there's uh, yeah interesting. Right? <laughs> I hadn't seen the first. I've never seen the first Black Panther, guys. I'm not a big Marvel. I don't really watch much Marvel. I kind of stopped at Endgame and whatever I missed before, I've just said it's it's not worth it. Anymore. Honestly, the we'll get back to your point, but for people who are wondering, hey, what do I need to watch before this movie? It's Civil War, Infinity War, and Endgame. Yeah. Like those are the three Civil War is very important to this movie, I feel I felt like. Three biggest points I think you need to know from the first black I mean at least at least for me, for somebody who hasn't seen the first Black Panther, all I needed to know is that uh, Killmonger existed. That's the cousin of Black Panther. He's mm-hmm. upset. He wants to come and mess things up. Yep. Uh, he burns all of the ancient plants. The herbs. Where, the yeah. herbs is what Wakandans heal quickly from, mm-hmm. which is why I say that I think 
it feels almost like they tossed up the second movie because that's the reason why uh, Sherry couldn't save her brother is because they didn't have those plants. Yeah. Like she even mentions it. Like you ruined this because we didn't have the plants to heal him. Yeah. Like a whole plot point of the movie is that she's trying to come up with a synthetic way of creating, recreating this plant, mm-hmm. uh, which I thought was crazy. I was like, whoa, that's huge. Like imagine if they didn't burn all the plants down in the first yeah. movie, that would have left such a big plot hole for the second one yeah. <laughs> of how he passed. Well, it made it so much more important too that like the, the, there's only like five minutes of screen time that the Black Panther, like the suit is shown on screen Yeah, too. It's very minimal in this three hour movie because all of this movie is building up to Shuri eventually yeah. deciding, hey, this is important. This does matter. And we should have the Black Panther. And she manages to figure out how to do it, which I thought was really cool. Yeah. I was a bit nervous too that they would kind of essentially almost even ruin the way uh the way chad mcboseman would go out because like okay so here's here's what i was worried about i go back to episode eight of star wars okay (laughs) carrie fisher died in real life yes before that movie came out and i know that she had some scenes filmed for episode eight and then they pretty much cgi'd most of her stuff for episode nine I was worried that Disney was going to CGI Chadwick Boseman. And I was mm-hmm. like, that would suck. Cause like in episode eight of star Wars, there is a scene where princess Leia literally die, like almost dies. And then they it's force like, pull her back into yes. real life and then keep her going. And I was just like, no, like just, this would have been that. the perfect way to just let her go. Yeah. Like don't CGI her. I feel like that's almost more disrespectful than just letting it happen mm-hmm. because now you have to rewrite a second death. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, so like, I'm really happy that they didn't CGI him in to yeah. to create like a fake like a goodbye scene or anything because I just the, I don't know I, the I don't only like thing those. they ended up using were actual scenes from the first movie of I think it was at the very end of the movie when again she's finally grieving Flashbacks. that we flash to several moments of Shuri and T'Challa uh, interacting with each other so from the first movie. Um, and it was like I, I I did cry during it. Like I had a tear come down during that part. Yeah. Like it was extremely emotional. And I I had the same worry though. I was like, please don't. I I loved that they managed to make it important without like overstating it, yes. if you will. Yes. Like they made the whole plot about it. Like that was a whole theme of the movie. But we didn't like it. Didn't have to be like a let's CGI him in and then we see him die, like or anything like that. In it's a just, fight or something. They don't yeah. even explain it, too. And, and honestly, illness. that's fine. That like we all, everyone who keeps up with Marvel stuff, it's just like we're aware. Like you got you guys got put in a real rough situation as like well, business people. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, and and it's the time. Like everybody knows. Like. Mm-hmm. Maybe in, you know, 20 years when our kids are watching these movies, they may find it weird that there was a transition and nobody knows. Like, like in 20 years, it might not make sense to our like, kids. Like, we're probably going to have to tell them, like, by yeah, the way, oh, before we watch this one, he, like... He passed away. He passed away, so... Yeah. But, like, right now... it was your favorite character, son. <laughs> but that's that's Marvel. It's, it's like, it's the right now. Like, you know, we're, we're going to make mm-hmm. this thing string together right now. Um... And so I think anybody that is going to go see this movie knows that. And yeah. if, you, if you're going into this movie not knowing that, I, I'm surprised that you're even seeing it. <laughs> you yeah. know, like, because it's pretty well, like, it's been a really big topic. Yeah. Um, I want to move to uh, another point for me, yes. which I said it. I think both of us were on the same page about this. I'm a, I used to be, like, super into Marvel. They've really lost my love for it in the past couple of years. Um, so seeing a movie coming out that was going to be two hours and 45 minutes, I mean, you knew Ricky, I, I did not want to see this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I was so over it because I, I was like, it's going to be, there's going to be so much of it. That's just filler. It's just nothing. Or we're just seeing action for no reason. But I gotta say, I, w- I was stunned that it felt like every single scene mattered. Dude, they hit it out the park. This movie, it's funny because we just recently watched Black Adam and we talk about how like, ah oh man, DC, like they could be there, you know, they could get dark, they could do it. Mm-hmm. Dude, this movie just like dunked 
on anything DC's done. Yeah, like it's for just real. they just they showed their depth. They mm-hmm. let it. They just you know like they they I just felt, they just let it go. They're just like here, boom, we can I felt do like it. Like this one, like it was such a challenge, such a an amazing challenge, or like an unfortunate but amazing challenge for them of like we have real life pieces in play that have truly affected this story how do we still make it marvel how do we still make it awesome and i think they rose to that of not running away from like let's grieve like let's let's get dark (laughs) like yeah yeah, let's make let's have an origin story for shuri and make it all about like your brother died and you have to go through the process of uh dealing with the grief and also learning that avenging him is not going to avenging him or avenging your mom is not going to bring anyone back. Like that's a that's for movies that are still like PG. Oh yeah. That's a hard lesson. Like, yeah, I feel like this movie was more for adults than a movie like black Adam, which was literally made for adults. Like, like it just, you know, like they just really showed their whole depth of like, we could get kind of dark. We can get kind of brutal on the action. Mm -hmm. Like there's a scene where you see the spear go through the black Panther and then she cu- she breaks the spear in half, and they show her getting off the spear. Like it makes the noise. There's no blood, which is really good. But yeah. like that scene alone, I was like, dude, they did more in this one scene than Black Adam could have done the whole movie. It like, was so cool. Like everything felt like it mattered. Yes. And there was also a lot of I felt like fan service that they did in this movie. If you're a big Marvel fan in general, you're gonna really just love this movie, no matter what. I feel like because they final they. Like, uh, what Dan, Danny Gurira's character, the general, uh, all I can ever remember her as is Michonne from The Walking Dead. <laughs> um, yeah. But they finally make her like an actual superhero. She gets a suit. Uh, and then the, the scientist girl is actually like a follow up for Iron Man now. Her, her superhero name, I think, is Iron Heart. Yeah. And yeah. I was worried that. She was just gonna gonna be annoying. You didn't see Doc, the newest Doctor Strange, right? Mm-mm. Here's some spoilers for that. I one. haven't seen any Marvel since Endgame. I'm letting Bro. it breathe, like a nice. If this, it wasn't for this podcast, I wouldn't be seeing Black Panther. <laughs> well, this was a good one. So. I would have waited another two years for it to start popping off again, and I'd grind it all out at once. Doc, the newest Doctor Strange had a similar setup though, where there was a new character introduced who was kind of important. And she's going to be more important in the universe later on. But in that movie, all I want, I was like, I hate this character. Killer. She's so annoying. So I was worried that the same thing was going to happen with Ironheart. I'm I'm very surprised that uh, I like her a lot. They made her really cool. Yeah, she was awesome. And it also makes sense to me of like, yes, of course, at this point, there are going to be like kids who learned from Tony Stark. Like that technology has now been out there for Close to two decades in the universe. Yes. Yes, of course there's going to be a kid who starts to pick up on it and starts to be like a child prodigy with that. Like, that's a cool transition in the universe. So, they by the end of this movie, I was like, I'm excited to see what's, what's up with this girl. Yeah, I think Marvel's in a very unique position where they've been around long enough where there's characters that we like a lot and that we're invested in. Um, but also, they've kind of have to reset almost in a way yeah for the younger generation to keep going for the next 10 years yes you know? like they're in a really really uh interesting spot and that and i think that's probably why we haven't really liked much of the recent stuff because well, they're introducing characters but they all kind of suck the new characters they've been introducing have just come off as like whiny or annoying yeah. like they're helpless in certain areas and it's like bro i don't really want to see that like i kind of get it but like there's always going to be like two or three characters we don't like, but like a lot of them have sucked. A lot of them have been bad recently. Like main Avenger movies, Hawkeye, I don't care. You don't care about Scarlet Witch or whatever, Scarlet Johansson, I don't, whatever her name, I don't Scar- care about Are you saying Scarlet Witch or Scarlet Johansson? Cause that- yes. Scarlet Johansson, I don't care. Okay, Black Widow. Yeah, uh, Black Widow. What a, mm-hmm. Yeah, see, whatever her name Because Scarlet Witch is dope. Scarlet Witch is cool, but Black Widow, whack. Hawkeye, <laughs> whack. Get him out of here. Captain America, I get why he's there. Whack. No, I hate Captain America. Yeah, Captain America I hate Captain is America. the worst. It's the That's worst my one. big hot take. I've had so many fights with people over this. I'll die on this hill. Captain America is an awful uh, superhero. Oh, we can agree on that. I, okay. I, I'm happy he's out the MCU, but I will say, 
the replacement for Captain America even worse than actual Captain America. I'm not a huge fan of him. <laughs> um, was uh, it Falcon? Right? Is the name? yeah Falcon? But he's now just Captain America. It's boring. But I I'm not a big fan of him. I don't like the concept of Captain America in general. He's just annoying to me. Yeah. Uh, this is why Ricky and I do this podcast together because yes, we agree. You. Yes, good sir. Yeah, that's yeah. the only reason why. Yeah, Captain America, whack. Uh, ever since Iron Man died too, it's just like it hasn't felt the same. Yeah. For me. Spoiler alert: If you haven't seen Endgame, which what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> okay, go get yourself a cheeseburger. I, have, I like mentioned that in passing uh, to my dad, and I forgot that he doesn't watch these these movies anymore. <laughs> and he's like, "He died." I'm like, "Oh, oh, whoops." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lol. Sorry about that. Like, Awful. Yeah, we'll have to watch it. We'll get around to it. Yeah, um, that's interesting, man. I didn't even think about that. That. That cat, that Tony Stark, they killed him off. Mm-hmm. Captain America, they pretty much have written him out of all the MCU. Mm-hmm. They were really going to rely heavy on Black Panther being the new carryover character, but you know, we all know what happened there. This is, I think that's still going to happen though, because yes. I feel like they made they turned Shuri into a very well, the, yeah, powerful hero. We're just in a very interesting spot of Marvel too. We're even with with Spider Man too. He was going to be also another main big character in the series. But I also know that Marvel goes back and forth with the, uh, what's his name? Tom, whatever. Tom, Tom Holland. Holland. Yeah. I know that there's back and forth on if he'll keep going with the franchises, but mm. I think it's in his best interest to stay with it. I think it. he wants to. I think he wants to for sure. I just, I feel like he, he goes back and forth on whether he wants to or not. Well, I think it's mainly the, the issue with their whole deal with Sony, Sony that they yeah. have. Yeah. I think that's the biggest issue. But. Which, yeah, so it's like, that's already right there, four main big characters that are just in weird spots. We got Thor, who's consist- who'll still be there for a while. Yeah, but they, they've they turn- they've they've made Thor just, like, lame. nothing. Yeah, Hulk, this, the latest lame. movie, I know you didn't see it, but the latest one was so bad. I did not like it at yeah. all. That, but, but anyway, yeah, so Wakanda. So Wakanda. Forever. There's a lot of great things in this movie. I know we're struggling to find some some uh, negatives. Well, I I think like one of the things that really stuck out to me was, I mean, the scene where we got to see Atlantis. I, it's not. It doesn't bode well that I can't remember the name, but there was a lot of info they dumped on us during the movie. A lot of hard uh, words to say. I get it. A lot of lot of hard words. Yeah, you're dealing with with Wakanda. It's a lot of like African heritage and words, but then the Atlantis. Is Mexico? It's like, mm-hmm. it's like it was in, like Mayan. Yeah, it's like Mayan, like ancient Mayan history. So all the words they're dropping for that. <laughs> it's like, I I I heard you. I I'm sorry. It didn't process yeah. fully. A lot of um, N's, a lot of K's, a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of letters you don't really use much in the English language. Which yeah, makes it a little bit harder to remember. But that's not. I mean, that's it was cool. It was awesome. There but was I think cool the stuff. the coolest thing with that. I think one of the reasons that the Black Panther movies have been so successful is that they, the world of it. Of it, even though it's on Earth, Wakanda and now Atlantis, they're both such concepts that they're not based on anything in oh, real no. life. And they're they're so just cool. They're just placed in an area on Earth and just said, and this has always been there. And it's so cool just mm-hmm. how much they've expanded on that. And I that was that really was awesome to see uh as they were showing us this new world, this brand new world that's on Earth that we've never seen before. That was awesome. So I thought that anytime we get to see a world get expanded in such a creative way like that, I'm always going to be a sucker for it. Yeah. Um, and I know that. Uh, that I just wanted to say that that's it's it's just such a cool thing to see. <laughs> yeah. It was it was honestly such a great movie. Um. The only thing that took me out for only a minute was initially getting used to the underwater tribe. The, yeah. They're like blue, mm-hmm. which is a little odd. Um, yeah. Especially within the timing of the year. And this this will only be a complaint in right. this time in period. right now. In right now uh-huh. is only a weird complaint because the Woman King just came out. So already had, and they, they fed off a lot of like, a lot of people were comparing that of like, oh, it kind of gives me Black Panther vibes. Mm-hmm. And then Avatar comes out in a month, uh-huh. which is blue people. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so having like like a tribe tribal movie and a blue people movie come out 
on both ends of Wakanda Forever, where it's like yeah. blue tribe people. Now the it's whole blue tribe. Yeah. I was like, I was like, all right. So the avatars have now come back to Earth <laughs> to steal our materials. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, and, and I mean, if you if if anybody's out there seen She Hulk, you know that Marvel is not very great at their color grading people. No, it looks so bad. It looks pretty rough. That I will say that was probably one of the only CGI moments in the movie where I thought, all right, this doesn't look great. Mm-hmm. But they they counteracted it with a lot of dark scenes. Yeah. Um. Sometimes it kind of looked like I was watching like Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, it did feel like that. Didn't yeah. It? Yeah. Like even like the movie poster, I was looking at it today, and I was like, "This is on Stranger Tides from uh, Pirates of the Caribbean." Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, it literally looks exactly like that poster. So I was like, "Huh, that's interesting." Wow. Uh, or on World's World's Edge too. Like it looks at World's End. Yeah. Yeah, at World's End, like it kind of looks like the same vibe. Um. So that those two things kind of took me out just a little bit, but. I mean, the tribe was awesome. The the Mayan tribe, um, the god Namor. Namor, or, yeah. Or what is it? His other one? It's... Uh, the Feathered Serpent God. The Feathered Serpent God. Yeah, was it Cuckoo Clan or something I, like that? I don't... I, I think the Cuckoo Bird. Cuckoo, the cuckoo Bird, yeah. Cuckoo the Cuckoo Bird. bird. <laughs> it, it, all right. That, that works, actually. Cuckoo yeah. Bird works for him. So, oh, you know, so... With that character... <laughs> I was just going to go into it. He, he's he's interesting. He Okay. He's, I think, great actor, played it well. The actor's dope. I've never seen him before. He's so cool. He did a really good job. That The ugh. villain is like, I think he's really cool. For like a character that's basically like Aquaman that none of us really care about. They made him really cool. They made him super powerful. His whole more moral dilemma is actually like, Okay, this makes sense. Yeah. I will not ever get... There's no way to make him look cool, though, if he's just no. in his underwear the whole time. <laughs> yeah. He's just a grown man, <laughs> just fully in his underwear. And it's like... And he's not blue or anything. Like, he's 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 referred to himself as a mutant of the tribe. Yeah. And he's immortal, basically. He's which is really he's cool. God, yeah. Yeah, which is awesome. That's such a cool character. Uh, but when it's crazy because he gets all of his water from the, or he gets all, all of his water. He gets all of his oxygen from both land and sea. He gets his, he, he can't stay on the sea for too long. He'll eventually need water. But like, that's such a cool concept. Like, cause he's, he's a lethal threat in the water and on land. They truly like the stakes in this movie were extremely high. I felt like, yeah, but I'm. <laughs> I'll never get over though. They need a different suit for him because yes. I'll never get over the fact that he's just in his underwear yes. the whole time. And yeah. it's like, bro, put something on, right? Something, even the please. even the the blue people you have are wearing like like these ornate uh, clothing and dresses. Like, can you not wear anything? You just have to be in your underwear. Just a man in his underwears and his boxer briefs. And- yeah. It's just the little the little wings on his ankles. The wings on the ankles look weird. They were cool when he started using them in like combat. They're but, tiny wings, too. but they're super tiny, and it looks and odd. he has crazy speed. Yeah. So yeah, so that was the only other thing that I I, I was thinking about when we were in the movie was, um, for a tribe that has stayed hidden for very long, and it sounds like they don't surface very much. No. They really know how to fight above the surface, and that dude really knows how to control his speed. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, like, I'm just gonna go under the assumption that they probably practice in some ways, and they've they mentioned it once that they had been found before. Mm-hmm. Like they said at one point, like we will not move this. I think this is when you went to the bathroom, but he was like, we're not gonna move the city again. Mm-hmm. Um, so that kind of implied that they've been discovered at least once. Okay, or maybe on the verge of being the, discovered. Yeah, yeah, because he was like, we're not going to move the city again. Yeah. So they don't really address that much more than that. But yeah, I, I, th- I thought about that the whole time. I was like, interesting, these guys know how to fight really well outside the water for people who don't leave the water. Yeah, maybe it's come up before and they killed it, everyone who could write about it Yeah, and we something. Knew, yeah, we knew that he, they had fought years, years, years ago when you know the uh, they went back to their land. Mm-hmm. Um, which again, that scene also looked kind of silly with the, with the wings, the wings and the boy is just, he's just shirtless. He's just in his, underwear. also in his underwear. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I hope like one of the big things that came up, they, they realized like, Oh, as long as he has any kind of water on him, he's basically impenetrable. Yeah. So 
they managed to dry him out at one point. They capture them, and then they're basically, they just put six space heaters in the ship, is what it felt like to me. Uh, and they dry them out. So what I'm hoping for is next time we see him, he'll have some kind of suit that's like, no, I have water on me all the time. Yeah, There's good. water in the suit. You can't touch me. Yeah, and that was another thing I thought was weird. We had, like, in the middle of the movie, I was like, all right, why did they? So, so there's a scene where uh, Shiri, there, she's captured by these people, and he, he uh, Namor is trying to like explain like why their underwater tribe is so great and why they want to protect it so much. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh yeah, like you know, you can go down there, but you're not gonna be able to breathe, and the pressure will kill you. And she's like, oh okay. And then he's like, that's why we have these suits over here. They're over here. Yeah. And why do like, they have suits? Why do you have that at all? Yeah, I thought that was weird that they that would have imply these diving that suits. That would imply that you have had another human come down. Or yeah, like I, I, I found that really strange that they had those diving suits to go in there because, like, if you never ever want to be found, then why, why even thought, think of creating yeah. the suit? The Just thing, avoid the problem altogether. The thing with Marvel though is, I, I feel like we can't, like, the unanswered questions may actually be lead-ins to. Uh, answers we'll find in future movies you know yeah. where it's like if maybe they already have it planned of like well there was some other person and who was important to namora or whatever like uh so it could be justified later on but it did feel weird of yeah like oh we just have we just have a suit yeah that what? was weird that was weird in the moment it was just like no we have a suit um another point was I only thought of like three things. So it was, you know, the, the, the silly looking dude, why they have a suit. And the third was, so we discovered that there's vibranium in the ocean, right? Mm-hmm. That was a really big plot point was like, they, they have this vibranium tracker and somehow it found it in the middle of the ocean. Mm-hmm. We don't, nothing comes after, out of after that. We know there's vibranium right there. Yeah. What is to stop people from just going to go get it again? Yeah. I thought about that too. Like that's, so that's, that's something that a later Marvel movie I'm sure will address. Yeah. But that was kind of just like, cause, cause Wakanda is like, yeah, we're the only people in the world who have vibranium. And then out of nowhere, this other tribe comes in they're like, whoa, they have vibranium too. And then Sherry's like, well, duh, it was just asteroids that hit the earth with the vibranium. Yeah. And everybody was like, oh yeah, that kind of makes sense. It could happen. Yeah. And then it's like, so as the sole protectors of vibranium, Shouldn't we be worried about <laughs> vibranium just chilling on the bottom of the ocean like that? Nah. 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 Okay. I do think it was interesting, though, because I just remember, like, there's a whole B-plot of the movie of, like, the CIA and an informant that has been talking to Wakanda. And it's like, you ha- that specifically, you do have to see the first Black Panther movie for. There's no other way around that. Yeah, I didn't um, know what was going on there. But... The cool part about that to me was, and this has started to happen in some recent uh, shows and movies where, like, the U.S. in some ways are starting to, to, to make moves of their own. And I told you after the movie too of like, imagine that in real life, that literally a nation just showed up out of nowhere and were easily the greatest superpower on earth. Yeah. They had something bigger than nukes out of nowhere. Yeah. And it's like the, so the U S is now no, has just been unseated as the world superpower as the global, as the global, uh, superpower. Yes. And what's real, what I thought was really cool because that plot line was extremely small, but what it did was it, it started to establish like, yeah, of course, the U.S. as a nation is going to begin doing their own thing and trying to unseat the the world superpower because, like, they like every every nation that's on track towards that wants to be the superpower, right? So yeah. I just I, as a, like I like the world politics stuff. I like that Marvel does that. They get into yeah. it momentarily because it creates a lot of realism to me. And they've, I feel like they've been building up towards this, so I'm really excited. That made yeah. me very excited about what they're planning for with like a potential threat. Well, that- if you follow the timeline back, I mean, that goes back even to like the first Avengers. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what the Civil War was literally all about. Was does the do superheroes become you know 
regulated by the government, which is why we become our own power. Which is why Civil War is my favorite movie. It's yeah. all politics. Yeah. <laughs> like it's well, and it's hinted towards that for so long, and then Endgame came, and the whole universe essentially has to band together against Thanos. Mm-hmm. So that is like a unifying moment of like, hey, we got to put our woes aside, and we just gotta team up and stop this thing that happened. Yeah, because half the world is blipped. Mm-hmm. Now that everybody's back, though, you start to see. I, I have loved that about Marvel now where you start to see that the government, some branches of the government took advantage of that blip. Some yes. of them took advantage of it. Mm-hmm. And especially the U.S. took big advantage of it and started, you know, confiscating items, researching them while people were gone for mm-hmm. years. Yeah. Uh, I mean, wasn't it like the vision was like, didn't like the the government had his body and was yeah like, they kept his body and were trying to replicate it. it exactly yeah. yeah like it's it's crazy like so um yeah this movie definitely gives some hints at that and is building to another little like all right we've we've teased this long enough yeah I really feel like if you're like me and you've been struggling with Marvel recently this movie should give you hope for what's coming because this was the movie that was like. We we got a lot of things that we've that I feel like we've earned that they've been building up to yeah. for a while, and it made me much more excited about what they're planning to do next. Now that being said, I feel like there's almost too many threats on the horizon. Yeah, I'm trying uh, to look up the timeline of like what's even coming out soon. Well, next I think is Ant Man, which I'm actually stoked for. Mm, that'll be good. Um, which that's gonna be I've. I'm so excited for that. I like Marvel and I, I want them I want them to keep succeeding. It's really the TV shows have just ruined Marvel for me. I don't want any more TV shows because they're not good and it takes up too much of my time. I'd rather <laughs> them all be movie experiences. Well, and, yeah, the movie thing, I, I don't really care much for the TV shows of any Marvel stuff they've done. They've all just kind of been eh. Yeah. Um, yeah, Ant-Man seems to be coming up soon. That's going to be interesting. I think it's Ant-Man and then Guardians of the Galaxy is after. Oh, man. Guardians of the Galaxy is going to be awesome. Hype. That's, but that's probably be... the last one for a very, very long time. I hope so, man. I, I just wish Marvel just would have let let more time pass from Endgame. Like, I wish Endgame had happened and we waited like three years for the next thing to come out. I, do, I just don't feel like they can do that, you know, they because can't. they're trying to build up. They're already building up to like, what is the next big thing, which Ant-Man is going to be like the Ant-Man should be a huge, uh, stepping point, uh, yeah. for that because the villain in that, apparently we're going to be dealing with him for a very long time. Like he's the next Thanos allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. That's what I've read. That's yeah, what I've read. it's time to start cooking. You know, it's time for Marvel to start cooking. Wakanda Forever was, I honestly, this movie was a great comeback movie. Yeah, like, cause I mean, uh, you know, this last phase, like, there was the Spider Man, but that really, I know that I think Spider Man was a part of this phase, right? Yeah, it was. The but, only two movies that really stuck out during this whole uh, phase had been, uh, at least to me. Excuse me. We're Spider-Man and now Black Panther. Well, and even Spider-Man feels like last phase. It even feels Spider- like it. It feels like Spider-Man feels like a follow-up to, um, to to Endgame. Like, so it, it, which is funny because they had a Spider-Man follow-up Endgame, yeah. and this one just feels like another follow-up to Endgame. Yeah. So like, this feels like the first big movie where I'm just like, all right, I should probably start catching up within the next like year because it's probably gonna yeah. start getting big again. It's more like like. I like keeping up with the movies, but the shows, I'm definitely like, no, I, I'm not watching any of these until it's like extremely relevant for me to like for, yeah. for Ant-Man. I think people have to see Loki beforehand um, just because of what Loki, the like what that series ended up doing for the universe as well. Um, and it's, I think it's very relevant to Ant-Man. So when that happens, then I'll go back and be like, okay, fine. I'll watch your stupid <laughs> yeah. show. See, I'm a married man with a child on the way, so watching TV shows is it hard. Doesn't, it doesn't work. It does. It's hard. So yeah. this is going to be actually a really good dynamic for us in the future, because you'll have seen everything, mm-hmm. and me, I'll have seen like bits and pieces, <laughs> which is good. I feel like because I, I'm thinking about it now, it's so hard to assess the Marvel movies. Like, was this a good movie on its own versus yeah. like? what it did for the universe too. I think we did, we had the same discussion for black Adam as well. That's just such a, a hard thing to try and figure out with this. I do genuinely think that by itself, 
which I think you're a good uh, read for this, that by itself, this movie was good. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I, I say like, I mention it as, you know, I'm not really into it. I have an understanding though. Like I, I think anybody watching Marvel movies should at least have some of an understanding, mm-hmm. like bare minimum level of like who's who. If this is the first movie you're going to watch in the MCU, then like you're really not, it's not going to make sense. It's not going to feel the same. You're not going to feel the emotion of it. I totally forgot to mention too, like the stakes of this movie and like the amount of calamity that happens during it, it felt like so world ending. They, I felt like they did such a good job in the writing of like, yeah, you, you messed with us. You messed with Atlantis. And now, yeah, we're water people. We're going to destroy you with yeah. water. And they, like, it was almost to the level of, like, the first Avengers movie, seeing New York getting destroyed. They started doing that to Wakanda. And you <laughs> just, oh my gosh, what is happening? Yeah. They're destroying everything. They're killing everyone with just water and whales. Like, waters and whales, baby. Waters and whales. And like that sounds so dumb, but I feel like they made a, they did a really good job of making kind of a weird concept turn out to be really cool. Yeah. Um yeah. And well, you know, another weird point is we never really address who this tribe is to the US. They they never they never once turn on that, which I thought was interesting because they gave them their word of like, we won't tell anybody, but like just don't attack. We're not going to go to war with you. I have a feeling that that's and that's why maybe we haven't, we didn't go back to that vibranium that they found. Yeah. I have a feeling that we're going, that's going to be conflict in the future. Like, yeah, this, yeah, there's a lot unanswered, which is interesting because the movie was two hours, 40 minutes. Everything felt important. And yeah, yet I still feel like there's more unanswered questions, which is really interesting. Cause like if for folks, if you're, if you're not going to see this movie, but you enjoy Marvel in some way, I think what they might be leading towards is like we had civil war in 2016 and that was just between heroes i feel like they're leading to a potential like a global civil war um, yeah because right now at as of at the end of this movie wakanda and atlantis are now allied with each other and every other nation wants vibranium so like and they now know about atlantis too so if that do, like certainly something's going to give and then the two most powerful nations will then be pit against literally everyone else. Like, I think we are heading to another civil war, which I'm, I'm totally down for. I think that's dope. Yeah. Great story. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. I love it. I get, I mean, we've (laughs) other than just like how convoluted the, the story is like, it's so hard to explain everything, but like, I'm really struggling to find any anything like truly negative with this movie yeah you know like because the writing felt great the action and visuals were incredible marvel's always great at that um but nothing felt like over the top and then the acting felt fantastic mainly because they truly were grieving on screen the queen kills it but we didn't even talk about her oh my gosh the queen is like the best character dude she's like she's going in was it uh something ramora no hold on i'll look her her name in the movie is like queen ramon ramonda ramon ramonda ramonda yeah queen ramonda bro she they treat her like queen elizabeth bro they freaking she, she is the queen. She goes off in this movie. Oh my like, gosh. Her her little like it's not even a monologue, but it's just her yelling at everybody. Like when she yells at um the guard who loses is Shuri and she's yeah. just like she's like, Have I not given everything to this country? Like you just I got chills during yeah. it, bro. She that she act- killed it. She went in uh, for this role. Like she was phenomenal. Yes. And she's not really like, they never really expanded on her much in any previous films, but they gave her the spotlight in this one. Like she was so, she was incredible in this movie. Yeah. She, she was awesome, man. And when she died, I was like, dang, that sucks. (laughs) That sucks. (laughs) I just thought I was like, wow, like that was quick. Like, man, rest in peace. Rest in peace for real. (laughs) For real, for real, no cap, brother. For real, for real, like that sucks. They Man, just I wish she didn't that was, have to die, dude. That was brutal. She drowned, and then Namor just is right there, just like, "Congrats, you're queen now." And then just leaves. I was like, "Shoo!" 
it was a lot of like just brutality between everyone in this film. Yeah. And yeah, that that scene I, it it was devastating. I mean, like just a second death in this movie. Like they that truly they truly took Shuri and made her just lose everything in this movie. Yeah, I I think so it feels like that was originally that part did feel like it was originally written to mm-hmm. happen with or without the whole Chadwick Boseman thing. Yeah. Um, it feels like that was originally meant to happen because there wasn't much grief time for her. Like which which that did feel a little bit odd. Because mm-hmm. he was you know, the more was like, Oh yeah, you have a week. He's like, give a week until I come back and you you make your decision. Are we allied or are we gonna go to war with the rest of the world? Mm-hmm. And she spends the week like in her lab, uh, instead of grieving, she's grieving by like advancing technology and trying to recreate this flower so she can become the next Black Panther. It felt kind of weird that like it took a year for us to get over the Black Panther, but for her it was like a couple hours. Like that that part was a little bit weird. Yeah, where it was like she because you know where you mean the queen str- got over? No, no, uh, Shuri, Shuri, Shuri did. Okay. Yeah, like Shuri, like we're a year later and she is still pissed about the black Panther passing away mm-hmm. and then her mom dies right in front of her. And she's like minutes later in the lab cooking up. Like, <laughs> well, I think it's, it's more of like, she spent a year like suppressing the, the need to grieve because there's like in all of us, when that happens, we have to let the yeah. grief happen, you know? And they make it very clear that she's not letting it happen. Oh, she's she, trying to oh, be she, cold. And she's trying to be, she's trying to suppress it. Yeah. She lets it out, man. She lets it out in that fight. Yeah, she does. So I think yeah. when it, when her mom dies, like that's a new awakening of, oh, like now I have lost everyone. Am I going to be that same person again? Yeah. There's no one. Cause really too, like her brother died, but she could still rely on her mom. Like they made it very clear that they had a very close relationship. They were tied to each other and i mean even though she was struggling to actually grieve at least she had her mom there so now no one's there so i it it made sense to me that that was like that was the tipping point of like i can't do this anymore someone has to step up my mom's not here my brother's not here i have to be the person i have to do this yeah yeah that was interesting man i was like wow this this is about to get real good when she starts raging because she mentions that before earlier in the movie Mm -hmm. the reason she hasn't really gone into her grief is because she doesn't feel when she thinks of her brother everybody you know everybody feels peace or like comfort when they think of him but when she thinks of him she feels angry because she's mad that he's gone yeah you know what i mean so that Mm -hmm. really shows up towards the end of the movie when she just starts going crazy on uh on that god yeah so man i I, I just really like her character now. I mean, it, this She's was awesome. I do not expect. I mean, we said it during our review of Black Adam, though, of like the DC stuff is supposed to be the darker ones. I don't feel like I've seen a movie from Marvel that went as dark as this one did. And not in like, uh, like so many people are dying or like the world is ending or anything, but just like dark. Me, I mean, dark with just like the level of depth of what we're dealing with. Yeah. It's real life death. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like anyone who's like, who is currently grieving, who may go see this movie, I feel like it'll strike a chord with. Yeah. I felt like it was very tasteful how they ended up going about this. Yeah. Yeah. They, they definitely, and I think it's a good movie. Like, again, this is another good thing Marvel does where it's like, this is a good way to show your kids what grief can seem like mm-hmm. on both ends. You know? Yeah. And yet still make it so cool. Yeah. <laughs> like they made this movie amazing and we're still getting life lessons on it. You know, Yeah, I still learned something from it. So yeah, it was, it was really good, man. I liked this movie. Um, the water people took me out a little bit. But yeah. You know what? They, it doesn't, it's, it's superhero movies, it's superhero movies. We've That's going to happen. We've you had know? a lot of Marvel. We got to start digging deep at this point, you know? Yeah. Um, let's, uh, let's bring the banana meter in. Boys, boys, come on in. Ooh, banana, oh, banana, 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 what kind of forever? 
Come on in, boys. Yeah. Yeah. Look at he's dressed like look at he's got the mask on. Look, they're all half of them are dressed like Namora just in their underwear. Wow. Wow, they're in their underwear. Oh, that okay, that one's dressed as Batman. Wrong movie. Wrong Wrong series. Rachel, Rachel, <laughs> that's a wrong movie, buddy. Get out of here. Go change. It's uh, oh, well, okay, okay. Yeah, once you learn what we're talking about, you can come back in the room. Oh, Sorry, okay. they they uncultured. What kind of forever? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rick jumped off your couch. <laughs> oh gosh. All right, Ricky, what what do you think for this movie? All right, to sum it all up, I really liked it. I thought I was, I was captivated the whole time um the music too was amazing like the oh, soundtrack talk about the music bro. but the, the soundtrack fit the movie just so perfectly the acting was killer not gonna lie the villain he was really cool but like his design was a little whack the look matters the look does matter uh he was a little bit whack on how he looked he was a cool character. I really liked him. He felt like a drug lord almost. Yeah. It was awesome. It was it was dope. Um, but beyond that, uh, yeah, I mean, and those are just minor details getting taken out of that. Uh, but there's also a lot of minor details that bring the positive out of this movie. Um, as somebody who hasn't seen it and isn't not kept up with Marvel Universe, I feel like I have a bit of a different view of Marvel mm-hmm. in that I just... I go into it with like a, oh, this is cool. Yeah. <laughs> this is very fun. Dope. Cool. I, wow, yeah. Cool. I'm not factoring in other movies or anything into this re- uh, review. So I'm going to give it a 90%. Okay. I really liked it. Uh, I I will see it again. It was a lot of fun. The action is really good. Yeah. Like the action, they step it up a lot. I mean, there's, there's so much of it. Yeah. Like I can't think of, I mean, the, even the scenes where there's not action happening, it's something cool is going on. Yeah. Like even like the whole scene where she's recreating DNA, I was like, oh, this music's kind of a vibe. It's like Afrobeat yeah. going on in the back. Like mm-hmm. that's kind of nice. It's kind of it's fun. Yeah. No, it was it was uh, the scenes where there wasn't action. It was vibing. Yeah, there was never a moment in this movie that was like that was like I'm bored. Comedy wasn't cringy. Even the new Iron Man character, she's a super nerd. And they made her really just a normal like college student. That's like, the she, thing too is she felt like, down there. So many of the Marvel movies recently too have just been like, it's all comedy, right? This one was like, I don't feel like there was much comedy in this movie, which honestly I don't want it that much. No, like, it, at certain moments, sure, but it was like it was this, like family, com- like almost like sisterly love, like brotherly sisterly love yeah, kind of comedy. Yeah. But it wasn't like in your face. It wasn't over the top with the comedy. Yeah, like joking about it... each other's eyeliner because she's a she's a warrior. So it's funny to see yeah. her doll up. You know, like yeah, exactly. So I, I I totally agree with with that. And we we didn't even mention the music. The music was fantastic. I listened um, to the some of the soundtrack this morning. Yeah, like that's how great. good it was. Is I was I've I want to go listen to it back as well. Um, I also was thinking ninety. 90 was the number I was thinking. We're very in sync on this one. It's hard for me to not try and frame everything else going on in the universe for it. So as a movie by itself, I think one of the big things, other than the look of the the villains or the tribe, the water tribe, which is something that like is odd. Every time Namora shows up, all I could all I could think of was like that is a that is a grown man in his underwear. And he's not like ripped or anything yeah. too. He's just, he's got, and I have the same kind of belly. Like he has a <laughs> belly and he, so he's just a naked man. <laughs> and you're like, give him something. So that will take you out of it. I feel like as you know what I can, I, I can only describe his body type as just a, a Hispanic. <laughs> like, I mean, I, you know, as a Mexican, like this is like what my brother-in-law looks like. Like he's, you know what I mean? Like, like Nate, if you're listening, you know. <laughs> this man like this man like he got that he got that hispanic build he's just big boy and, but like in like a bulk like i'll beat you up kind of this way. is but a, like yeah this like is not, a lineman like yeah, yeah like like yeah like a smaller lineman like yeah mm-hmm. he's it's this is just like a running how, back yeah this is just natural hispanic strength coming mm-hmm. out of this man <laughs> oh my gosh that <laughs> yeah so that i think takes you out of the movie just a little bit for a moment like I don't think they meant that to be comedy, but it's just like that's a naked man. That and then a mo- as a movie by itself, everything with the, the entire storyline with the CIA 
was unnecessary. It doesn't make any sense, but it does. I understand for the larger universe at play, that B plot, I think is extremely important. But if you're just like, I like Black Panther one, so I want to watch Black Panther two. That part is negligible. I think it's, I don't think they did the best job with that. So I thought the writing in that area was odd. Yeah. Um, I kind of ignored that as like, this is just going to go over my head. So I'm not really, but it, it wasn't long. Altogether, no, it was very, CIA it was very short. Like 10 minutes, maybe. Yeah. Maybe 10 minutes total. Probably I like closer to five. I just don't think anyone, if if you haven't seen everything or you haven't seen the, the relevant stuff, like, by the way, you're going to be shocked when you see that one of the characters is, uh, I think her name is Julia Lewis-Dreyfus. Who's from like Seinfeld? She's from Arrested Development. She's a big actress. Uh, she's the Madam Director of the CIA, and she's shown up in a few things recently. So if you don't know everything in Marvel, you're not gonna know how important that entire B plot is. So I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, I can hear. Finally, you. we're doing something with this, <laughs> and then they don't do anything. But David, like an intellectual, like getting excited, me. Who was that? <laughs> in his ear. And what I, am I looking at? And I just, I think in the theater, all I said was, that's female Nick Fury. Ah, okay, yeah. And that's Perfect. enough for me to know. I've seen, I've yeah. seen enough Nick Fury to know. He's, that's important. What's happening here is important, and it won't, ha- and it won't come up until like four movies later. Yeah, I, I think it's hard for me to give this, give Mar- a Marvel movie or a superhero movie a hundred, just because I don't think people are going to fully understand everything unless they've seen at least something beforehand or everything, you know, these movies are really hard to stand alone. I feel like, yeah, honestly, if you had to give it a Marvel movie a hundred, what would, what would you say the best Marvel movie is? <sighs> Civil War is probably my, probably my favorite one. I, cause I just like, I, just, I love the politics of it, but this movie, I actually think may be in a ranking system only for Marvel. Yeah. I think it, it's a hundred. See for me, it's Infinity War. Infinity War. I've awful. seen that movie maybe twenty times. Infinity War is fantastic. I could watch. I could rewatch Infinity War until the end of time. I mean, End Game is good. Maybe with the superhero movies, we do need our own ranking for for them, like a a Mega Banana Meter or a me- Super Banana. Whoa! A Super Banana Meter. Hey hey hey, boss 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 boss. We bring banana. We bring banana. Hey, you guys are fired, Jay. You're not fired. You're not fired. Please put your clothes on. Please stop. More. Halloween's over. You don't have to dress up as the superhero or the villain. You're just wearing tidy whities That dude was wearing boxer briefs. Banana. Okay, these guys get it. Yeah, maybe it's the super banana for for the superhero films because wow, the super banana because that one could reflect also like a rating that's also based around like the universe itself that one would be all you because <laughs> i don't be know all enough because okay. i don't know enough to rate well you're going to be if we keep doing this podcast true. we're going to see every stinking movie that come that comes out you i know? guess that's true well if infinity war is what i'm ba- infinity war is my hundred so if i'm huh. putting this near this one is definitely at the very minimum for the super banana, it's a ninety-five mm. because this is such an amazing like jumping point we're about to go into. I feel like they've yeah. set up so much, answered a lot of questions, and then made a lot of questions uh, come to the surface. Like, but the entire movie, I was not annoyed by any character. There were a lot of characters. No one was annoying. Everyone got their spotlight. Everyone was cool. The action was dope. Mm. The writing was sick. And this whole story of who the new Black Panther is made sense and was so perfect, I felt like. Yeah, they didn't throw in a bunch of random superheroes, too, which was cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still like probably Panther. keep it at a 90 in the Super Banana. I don't know enough yet, but I really liked it. It's okay. You don't have to. This, yeah. You don't As have of right to now, rate on the it. Super Banana is still a 90. I've seen everything. So. I've seen it all. Okay. Yeah. See. I don't know, man. Just Infinity War was just so cool. Yeah, I mean that tickled every bone in my body. I, I mean, someday we'll have. I, they're trying to to build to that again. I I am excited. I just hope that they, bro, you'll never top Thor just hammering into the battlefield and just wrecking everyone. Oh my god! Nothing man. will top that moment in Marvel Cinematic history. I have such. I have mixed feelings with Thor right now because they just. I felt like the last movie just kind of ruined him for me, dude. That's why I didn't see it. Thor peaked in that moment. Literally, the next movie he's playing freaking Fortnite. Yeah, he just immediately just took away the coolest character. Like, like that was the coolest scene I've ever seen in in Marvel, bro. He just 
Thunder just down and just just starts beating everybody up. Second close, obviously, would probably be when they're beating up on Thanos later on in, in Endgame. But oh man, that that is the coolest scene to me. Could talk just, about I could talk about this stuff forever, man. But I think I think that's a good. I think we're good. Yeah, boys, get it out of here. Okay, okay roll it out. Wakanda no, no. forever. <laughs> Where do you do No, I, I, wrong one, wrong one. <laughs> okay, banana. Where are the drugs going? <laughs> Get out of here, get out of here, get out of here. You gotta really, you gotta buy them some suits that aren't. They only have Batman. This is the second time. (laughs) This is the second time he's come in with the Batman suit. Bro, he just likes Batman. I think it's cute. I think it's cute. No, we we gotta get him under costumes. I don't want to. I think it's fine. (laughs) I like that they have two costumes now. They have Batman and Namora, which is their underwear. (laughs) This is their. They wear that all the time. We gotta get them new suits. It's fine. Next superhero movie, we'll get them a new suit. Maybe. Thank you guys so much for listening to Straight Dude Date Night. Uh, We. What do I usually say at the end of this? Uh, you know, uh, if you like the podcast, go ahead and give it a nice little rating. You could just mention, you know, how cute we are. Maybe mm-hmm. you talk about how much you liked our voices. Yes. How you want to see us in real life. Maybe one day yep. we'll host like a movie screening. Uh, you know, throw that in there. Yep. Um, you know, and then go ahead and uh, follow us on Twitter. Uh-huh. At Dude Dates. Um, you know, give us your, your thoughts and opinions down there as well. We mm-hmm. like to interact. We never have, but we will. Yeah, someone will reach out eventually and we'll yeah. be like, yo, what's up? Yeah. Um, if you are looking to sponsor a podcast, uh, you know, that's high tier. We'll let you know if we hear of any, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I think that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. We just, we haven't recorded in, in like two weeks, so I just completely spaced on no, it. No, I, I got it. Don't yeah, worry. Got it. I pretty much it. hit it off. Back, bro. So, uh, you know, um, David, do you have any closing words? <laughs> do I have any closing words for this? Man. Ah, what are my... Oh man, what are my closing words for this one? What are my closing remarks for you? Ricky, I'm glad that I could be your your date to a Marvel movie mm. where uh you know very little of what's going on and so I have to be the one to whisper to you real quick of just like <laughs> uh don't worry, that's that's just female Nick Fury. Yep. Um He'll be doing this That's Michonne from The Walking Dead. That's uh I didn't know that. That's new. That's new Iron Man, but she's a she's a kid, and I forgot her name. And then once I figure it out, it's Ironheart. I'm glad that I can be the person who can do all of that for you, because we're going to be seeing a lot more of these. It's good. So thank you for letting me do that. I feel like I get to be your practice child <laughs> for when you get to eventually show your kid these movies one day. You uh-huh. can practice on me because yes. I, I'm like a child with Marvel. I you are, and I love it. I just like the action. <laughs> so thank you for being my practice child, Ricky. <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much for listening. We do hope you enjoy. Have a wonderful week, and take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.